0: Welcome to the She Who Wins podcast. I'm your host, Renee Bauer. I'm an attorney, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and investor. This is the place where we dive into all of the things that matter to you and, most importantly, uncover what's holding you back from realizing your dreams. Because She Who Moves Forward Fiercely is She Who Wins. About a year and a half ago, my husband retired after a long career in law enforcement and decided to join my team. I needed to hire someone. He really wanted to get out of doing what he was doing after so many years, and it just seemed like a perfect fit. So we dove into this new venture as working together, but we were both a little nervous because we weren't sure how it was going to shake out, whether we would like each other at the end of the day. And I have to say... It has been awesome. We have truly enjoyed working together. I always talked about work when I went home anyway, so it made sense for him to be involved in the day-to-day. But of course, there are challenges like anything else, like any relationship. And so we've come up with some things that give us a little bit of separation so we're not constantly together 24 hours a day because that's not entirely healthy. So today's conversation is all about having a marriage that's successful, that's healthy, and maybe even one that has you working next to your, your spouse on a regular basis. So my guests have been married for 30 years and are, have been in business together for much of that time. They have a couple children, and they have become the experts on what they call couplepreneurship, They've started and grown multiple seven-figure businesses, launched two podcasts, and coached hundreds of couple-run businesses on intentional entrepreneurship when you're a couple. Their marriage is better than ever, and they're ready to help others do the same. So this is going to be a really fun, engaging conversation. And I have so many questions, and I'm so curious to get inside their brains as to what works for them. So let's buckle up for this one and dive in. Hey, I am here with Laura and Richard today. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi, Renee. Hey, Renee. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. So we met in a, an event in person. And mm-hmm. as soon as I met you guys, I'm like, oh, I have to have them on this podcast because, I mean, you guys have been married for a really long time. You work mm-hmm. together. You're mm-hmm. sitting next to each other, like it still works. <laughs> I, you know what? And I noticed at that event, I know before we actually met, I noticed you guys walking through the lobby. I think I was having coffee and you were holding hands and I'm like, oh, they're so sweet. <laughs> so let's just start with like, just from the perspective, not even working together, but how, how do you, how did you make it work? I mean, you've been married for what, 30 years now?
1: Almost 30 years yes. yes, and worked together for all, but one of those years. So we've had a business together for almost,
2: oh, 29 years, yeah, Almost
1: 29 years. Yes. So long time. Um, how do we make it work? I don't know how. I,
2: we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no. no yeah.
1: and, um, and I think we can tell a little bit of our story. When we were uh, about year three of our marriage, we were on the verge of, of divorce, just the, the business, the kids, the stress, all of it. Um, and we, we made some, some big changes in our life. Um, we, marriage counseling for one mm-hmm. um, we we've always grown up in the church and but we really weren't living godly lives so we rededicated our lives to Christ and then we became intentional about
2: yes. our marriage that was key right there becoming mm-hmm. intentional in fact we were intentional about being boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. really that's how we're about so like you saw us holding holding hands you know as, at our age walking through the lobby <laughs> holding you know just a you know why do we hold you don't need to hold hands right and mm-hmm. most people don't but we became very intentional about those kinds of things in our minds to live as boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm. And, and that's really what's made the difference. Yes. And dating.
0: So when you say become intentional, like what does that look like? What's the behavior associated with that beyond just holding hands?
1: Sure. Um, date night. Um, like, again, year three of our marriage, we, everything was just a struggle and fighting and all the things. And, and we were so busy we we did not take time for ourselves and, and we weren't putting our marriage first. Mm-hmm. So through that we realized we if any of this is going to work, our family, our business, we have to put our marriage yeah. first. We have to be the priority um so that all all the rest of it falls into place. So what does it look like? It's planning a date night every single week. Yeah. Without fail. Even back when we were broke, you know. We did date night. We you know, we would go and get his favorite Taco Bell. <laughs> Um, <laughs> cook a Taco Bell and we just, we go sit in a parking lot or we go to the park or whatever. Yeah. Um, but make, but planning that time, because then what you do, you, it, it forces you to f- kind of focus on each other. You yeah. get kind of excited about date night, just like you did when you were a boyfriend and girlfriend.
2: Right? right, right. It all worked back when you were first dating. You know, you, I know you deal with it. We, ne- yeah. we, don't, we never plan on getting divorced. Yeah. We don't go through the relationship to get divorced yeah. and, and go through that. We we're very intentional when we first start out, especially like on the guy end of things. I I started pursuing Laura, and so both in my actions and my mind, um, I made her a priority. Mm. So I would focus mm. on date night. I would look forward to you know I'd make the plans. Um, in in my mind, I would you know think about what well, what is she going to be wearing, and uh,
1: which on that just to to reiterate or not reiterate but to emphasize, ladies. Get dressed up when you yeah. go on date night, yeah. right? Don't just connect. Well, we're just going to what at Taco Bell and sitting in a park. Okay, you don't have to put on an evening gown or anything, but yeah. do something more than yoga pants, yeah. right? And that that for me, and th- that takes work, that takes effort. Especially yeah. we had three kids at home, and we had the business, and so um, we had. I ha- I felt I had to be intentional about making myself um, just going to look good for him, but feel yeah. better as well. So being intentional that way. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So because you work together and have for so long, did you find that on those date nights you were bringing work to the conversations or was that off limits? Because I know my husband works with me as of the past year and a half now too. And so mm-hmm. many times we'll say like, okay, no work talk. And then a half hour <laughs> later we're talking <laughs> about work. Like right. how, what did you do with that?
1: Sure. Um, that. Well, well,
2: again, well there's, there's two answers th- to that. Right, because mm-hmm. we talk about you know this thing. We talk about balance. There is no balance when you're a couplepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's just there, there isn't a reality of balance even when you're not a couplepreneur. Yeah. Especially when you're a couplepreneur. So, w- it's your life is your work. Now, what we would do is we wouldn't talk operations or the daily stuff right. or the you know that that, that did that you pay rough, that bill or that customer that kind yeah. of stuff. It would always be you know a thirty thousand foot foot level um but but it's okay work does come into into play because that that's your life together yeah. that's what you're both working on right it's your life it's especially, your life
1: sorry especially if you have um, a passion for what yeah. you do right. right if you have a passion for um the people that you serve and then the business that you have you, you can't help but not talk about it yeah. we, we hear from our clients all the time we just we don't want to talk business all the time and we're like okay we get it kind of separate the, that it's a negative and instead focus on the, the passion that you have for the yeah. business, the the big, you know, the 30 foot level. Yeah. Um, and so we we would do, we would talk business, not all the time. One thing that we um, did in the beginning too, um, was ask each other um, date night questions. So you can go online and we actually have it on our website, um, some date night questions, yeah. but just kind of off the wall questions of, you know, when you were young, what did you, you know, dream of being or whatever, um, you know, when you were, when you would grow up and it got to be where sometimes you would surprise each other. Like, what? You, well, I didn't know that about I you. didn't know that, right? right? Yeah. Um, so as doing something that kind of forces you to not necessarily talk about the kids and not talk about business, talk about you guys.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, mm-hmm. that's so good. This message is for the dreamers, doers, and goal getters out there. The She Who Wins Summit, a live event experience, is coming to Connecticut on April 28th and 29th, 2023. It's time to supercharge your soul so you can show up even more powerfully in your life, in your relationships, and in your business and career. Learn more at SheWhoWins.com. So let's talk about the bumps, right? Because I think that it's unrealistic to be like, "Oh, it's all peaches and cream every <laughs> single time." Like, what have you guys done when you've hit bumps in the road and you're at a path where it's like you just you're not seeing eye to eye? Like, how how do you deal with that in a, in a healthy way?
2: Mm. Well, it kind of goes back, even you know, the whole idea when you were dating, right? The the concept of being boyfriend and girlfriend, and when you're dating, when you were dating, you overlooked things. Mm -hmm. Somehow, when we get married, all of a sudden we notice everything, (laughs) and everything Everything bugs us, and everything bothers (laughs) you, right? You know, Um, and so it it is overlooking those kinds of things. So, so you're right on, Renee. There's still the reality of life, especially when you're working together. Um, cause what, what, what makes you such a powerful couple when you're yeah. working together, you have both have different skills and abilities and you both are probably alpha. All right. <laughs> that's what makes the, the company or, yeah. you know, whatever you're doing, doing strong. And so you, you have the opinions, you, you know, and so there's, there's friction there, yeah. um, but, but you learn to just overlook, the, you know, the things that bother you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and planning, we have. Planning meetings, mm-hmm. you know, where, where you can talk about those, those rough things. Right. So, because those bumps usually happen in the passing, we, we yeah. have these meetings, you know, these 10 second meetings and <laughs> yeah. as we're passing one another mm-hmm. in the, you know, the fury of it all, right. um, that, that does nothing, but other, you create more friction.
1: Right. And, and we not
2: only scheduled date nights, mm-hmm.
1: but we scheduled planning meetings mm-hmm. every week. And for us, it was right. Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. We'd go somewhere outside of the office and, you know, Richard's. Um, loves beer, uh, beer and wings. So we go to a beer and wings joint. You know, have some wings and, you know, just kind of relax and then talk big picture stuff, um, strategy. Um, what happened last week? What, what's what are we on target to do um, next week? What, What's our where are we at on our yearly goals? Going yeah. over all of those types of things that changed our business tremendously. So we didn't have those. Uh, we didn't have as many conflicts. Now, yes, there's conflicts. I mean, we're your husband and wife, and you're in business together. Yeah. And the stress. So yeah, there's there's conflict. Um, But our planning meetings really help to
2: minimize those on on a huge scale. Mm. Because it brought in the relational thing. Um, Laura is very much, and we see this with a lot of couplepreneurs, uh, women, and I have no problem saying this, women tend to be more organized, more systemized, (laughs) uh, generally (laughs) smarter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with you here. (laughs) And so Laura's really bam, 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 bam. She has all, and so her tendency in our work environment is just what I call machine gun. Bam, 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 bam. We got to
1: do this. We got to do this. We got
2: to do this. Where I'm, I tend to be, and I see this in a lot of couple that that the male tends to be, husband tends to be a little bit more um, visionary, a little Mm. bit more of a dreamer um, and kind of can be all over the place. Okay. Um, That, you know, if, okay. if I start going off on something when things need to be done, that just drives Laura crazy. But in yeah. those planning meetings, we're prepared for that. That's one reason why we, um, we we take it to a different environment. In a planning meeting, I'm prepared for Laura to give me to machine gun me, uh-huh. um, and so her mindset can be. You know, in the in the right in the right uh, right zone, so to speak. And, and the same with me. I'm I'm prepared for her to you know give me a lot of lot of information, and I'm prepared right for me oh. to go off the deep end, <laughs> baby. I've
1: got this big idea, right? Here's what we're gonna do: take over the whatever world, right? And then my, I can immediately go into okay. How are we going to do that? What what does that look like, right? right? But that's we're in for our planning meetings. We're both prepared for that. We know that's um what what to expect. And it's not passing in the hallway. Him, yeah. you know, stopping me while I've got a baby and back, you know, bucketful or a basketful of laundry, and him saying, "Hey, sweetheart, I've got this great idea. I need to talk yeah. to you about." Here's where we're going to be in five years, and I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Right? I've got a thousand things going on, but planning meetings. That's where we get to talk about it, and it's and we're.
2: We're prepared. It's We're a simple thing that has literally changed our our businesses and our relationship, mm-hmm. um, but yet it's not so easy, right? You know, to do because it's, you have to be intentional,
1: right? That, that's part of it. Being intentional with date night and being intentional with planning. I meetings.
0: I yeah. love that so much, and that's going to be my my takeaway from this interview to start that with my husband because I'm totally like you, Laura, and and I'm kind cool. of the visionary and the machine gun because like I will have all of these <laughs> oh, you're things. Double <laughs> I'm double trouble. My, my poor husband, and so he'll like, and I have had to chill out and realize like. Like things will get done, but it may not be at my rapid pace. And so that has mm-hmm. been like a, something that I've had to like sit with and work with myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, it doesn't need to happen in 30 seconds. It can happen in 30 minutes and it will still be okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So if you don't do a planning night or, night, yeah. or planning a uh, planning meeting, you got to do a planning meeting for sure highly encourage that changes the business and Mm -hmm. then also can i say one other thing about planning meeting what what richard would do he would use um an app evernote i'm sure everybody knows Evernote. Mm -hmm. but he uh, when he has an idea or wants to run something by me he would open up his evernote app and then he would go in and and, like speak into the phone the Mm -hmm. notes and then for him that was good because he got to at least release whatever he was thinking right and so when it came to our planning meeting he pulled up the evernote app and said here's the things i want to talk about and so he he's prepared and he's also been able to kind of throw up and get it off his chest right onto the evernote app and i do the same thing I, i come up with a list of things that i know i need him to do or people to call or whatever and we bring both of those to the planning meeting and kind of divide and conquer. Yep.
0: So just to back it up for a second, so everyone who's listening knows what bi- you've you've grown and sold and scaled and done all of the things with multiple businesses. What type of businesses were they? Well, the biggest one was a plumbing business. We started a plumbing
1: business um, back about 100 years ago. <laughs> 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 now our daughter's 21, so it was 21 years ago. Yeah. And then we sold it. We started from our kitchen table. No mm-hmm. money, no anything at all other than richard had a a plumbing license and that's a whole story how he ended up having a plumbing license but um and then um five years ago we sold it and then after we sold it we were starting to get asked how did you guys work together how did you grow a plumbing business how right Mm -hmm. um and so we started coaching husbands and wives who want a plumbing business on how to grow and scale their Mm -hmm. plumbing business from that experience um, we really found that half the time we were doing business coaching yeah. and half the time we were doing marriage counseling, um, trying to figure out husbands and wives, trying to figure out how do you work together? How do yeah. you, how do you, um, separate the roles? I mean, all the things that goes into owning a business together. And so from that was birth, the couple put life. And now we talk to not just plumbing business owners, but husbands and wives who own business together to help them bring back the passion, unity and adventure.
0: Oh, I is love that. In
1: marriage?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, so one of the things when we made the decision that Jay would join my team and and retire from law enforcement after 30 years is everyone said mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the worst thing ever for your marriage. Um, and I actually disagree completely. Like it, it works so well and, and we both love it. But did you get that type of feedback too? Did you have people constantly telling you like, this is going to be so bad for your marriage?
2: Of course. Oh, of course yeah <laughs> definitely you know that's all part of our not to you know go off the deep end but that's yeah. part of our society to separate yeah. marriages um and so there is this thing out there oh, i can never work with my wife yeah. i can never work with my husband oh you can't do that no it's very powerful yes there's friction because you have two very capable yeah. powerful people working together but that's by design i mean that's that's how it's meant to be
0: yeah. and but
2: if you get you know i was i say if you get big bear and mama bear working together nothing's going to stop you yeah but it's o- overcoming those, you know, you overcome those um, the friction by having things such as date night and planning meetings and those kinds of things, which are very simple things to do that do work. It winds up becoming very passionate. Our yeah. our relationship, we coming from the days of where we hated one another. I'm sure you see this in your business yeah. where you know, the, the couple is there in front of you and they're yelling at each other. And I mean, we were that ugly. I even hate. I, I mean, we were pretty ugly to one another and uh very ugly looking people yeah. <laughs> we hated one another we don't even know who those people are today mm-hmm. today um by working together and it, it there's never it's never been more passionate mm-hmm. uh, never f- it feel, feels intimate. more yeah intimate mm-hmm. secure because you're in you're you're fighting this fight together yeah you know and you're going through it together and that's um you know that's sexy mm-hmm. that's intimate that's powerful that's secure
0: yeah
1: yeah. And we do hear that. I mean, even yeah. with couples that, you know, we, we coach that their, their family or friends are like, oh gosh, oh. exactly mm-hmm. what you said. We can never work together. It's just not true. And people are putting their fears on, on you, right? right. I mean, that happens all the time um, of what they might be comfortable with. So they're willing to, to give their opinion on how they would deal with it. But um, we, we just believe being together and, and sharing life together. And, and Renee, you're probably experiencing that now with, yeah. with Jay, where you have shared yeah. days, right? The yeah. experiencers are the same where when, before you would go off to two different places for work and you'd come together and you may say something about, you know, a, and it, something that happened or whatever. And Jake can't really relate because he wasn't there now. Yeah. Um, he sh- he can he shares your day and you share each
0: other's day. I thought I thought you said something so interesting, Richard, a moment ago about like society's interpretation kind of of what marriages are supposed to be and what what is it we complain about our spouse? We don't want to spend time with them, and yeah. what a shame that that's the normal. Like we have so normalized that, especially with girlfriends. Mm. <laughs> you know, Laura, you probably like hear it all the time where it's like that's what girls do behind the scenes is they talk about mm-hmm. their spouse and they're not like actually enjoying the time which is, you know, is, is such, such a shame. And do you Mm -hmm. think that it has to be that way?
1: No, of course not. And can I say one thing too? Um, you, we, I was in a a small group, um, through church, we were in a small group of, um, couples with kids and whatever. And, um, every now and then the guys would go do something Mm -hmm. and the gals would go do something. And us gals made a decision, we are, this is not going to be a gripe session. Yeah about our husband. Now, if you've got a concern or a prayer request or something about something that's going on in your marriage, absolutely. But if you have a complaint about your husband and just want to vent, then you have to say three things that are great about your
0: husband. Mm.
1: So, um yeah. sometimes it was difficult to come up with them <laughs> in the beginning, but um. That and so that we try to take the focus off of the bad because there's there's always yeah. good and
0: bad. It's it's what you focus on. I love that because you can't be grateful and angry at the same time. It's impossible. Exactly. Right.
2: Exactly. Right on. Mm-hmm. And really, when we found with with all the couples we worked with, and 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 even in our personal experience, a lot of times it is the husband's fault. So a lot of times it's <laughs> the wife's fault. So I I have no problem saying that because it's guys. We tend, you know we're. we're we're kind of wired to be conquerors. Well, once, once we get our, you know, we conquer, you know, this damsel and all those kinds <laughs> of, that, that, that may not be politically correct, yeah, it's bad, it's okay. but, but it is how things are designed. Yeah. And, and so once we, once we conquer, now we move on to something else mm. like football, our favorite football teams and, and with the guys and all this kind of stuff. And that's what causes the problem. You know, you get the guy, you kind of pulls, pulls away. So it really works on, um, you know, I very much have my own interest. But ultimately, my attention, my focus um, is is on Laura in in our relationship. And everything else winds up being great, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: All right. So you just triggered something for me that I have to follow up with is the concept of emotional intelligence in men. And I know that that's really hard for a lot of men. So how do you work with a couple or teach a man to have that emotional intelligence that so many women so desperately crave in a relationship? (sighs)
2: Well, first of all, it's it's having straight talk. Mm. Men are simple, so you got to talk straight to them. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right. And so, and so you know, I have little things with, with the couples I work with. The men that I work with, is first of all, I tell them to to, to f the little inner boy. Mm. This thing of men trying to find out why they feel the way they feel, it's you gotta you gotta just stop that. Mm. Okay, um, yeah, don't go don't go down. It's good to understand but we get we now the tendency is to get too wrapped up into that. Okay. Me, 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 you know, it's no longer me, it's we. Yeah. Okay. And that, that comes from, from the husband too the husband, really it's a hundred percent Laura, the wife the focus is would be a hundred percent focus there. So it's turning that focus. Um, and we, men do have emotional, we are emotional in that we want to conquer the world and we'll mm-hmm. take everything on and we you know, we'll tell this guy that and this and that and, and you know we're worried about you know what what you know our employees think and feel those kinds of things and so that we can get the best out of them you know i I cut straight to the the chase it's you know we we tell everyone else to to f off i know Mm -hmm. that sounds tough talk you got to talk straight to men everyone else you can tell to f off okay but this person in your life your Mm -hmm. wife is only was the one person on the world on the planet that you ultimately listen to when she speaks you listen and your energy's there. So I just mm-hmm. try to simplify it. I know that sounds kind of kind well, of crazy, but
1: also um guys typically um yeah. or couples when they start dating, the guys do have emotional. Yeah. they do. They're right. right in.
2: Guys are right, yeah. They are they are zeroed in on the target.
1: Right. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah. somehow for some reason it changes after marriage. So that's what you know, Richard really encourages a lot of our, our um male clients or mm-hmm. the husbands and the um of our clients to Pursue, really pursue, do exactly what you did when
2: you were dating, pursue your wife. They can tell you whatever the stats on the football players and the favorite teams (laughs) like that and are into that, but they can't tell you what their wife likes. Mm. You know, that that's that's the problem. Mm -hmm.
0: So how do you feel about having separate interests or vacations or doing things separate? Like, is that part of a healthy relationship? um
1: it it could be we don't um because which is so hard to believe again at year three we were so horrible we hate being apart yeah we we just we we're best friends we enjoy each other's company we'll go on vacations with other couples but really being separated we just we just don't don't.
2: you you don't want to be if the relationship's tight and you really feel that's your best friend and i feel the most secure and safest and the intimacy is there all that's there you don't want to do separate things, mm. and, and and it's okay. In, in our experience, and just dealing with women are a little different. Females are are, are wired differently. I know. Again, I know men might be PC, but men and women <laughs> are wired differently, and women can be a little social and can and can do that and, and be okay. Men cannot, mm. and so I do not suggest that men go off with the guys to, to Vegas, yeah. or yeah. or all the golfing on their own. All this, st- all this time away from from their wife and their family. Um, I don't don't suggest that because that that is not healthy. Um, women can, mm-hmm. on the whole, can can handle that and, and mm. seem to be okay. There. Men are not.
0: Are, are you saying <laughs> that men don't have the willpower to resist some temptation?
2: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the will. It, it, it becomes again. Men are more. Men are very simple. <laughs> okay, and so it's a sign. Whatever they focus on and whatever is, is where they're at. Okay. And so these things taken away from the, the safe spot, the real the security, um, the power, the power is right here. Mm. The power is not hanging with the guys on the golf course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So what mistakes have you made that you would caution somebody else in whether it's a couplepreneur situation or just in a long term marriage
1: Gosh, mistakes we made. Well, how long's the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how we can start. We well,
2: I love I, that, though. <laughs> I
0: love that you're being honest about it because, I mean, that's that's the reality of relationships. Sure. So carry on.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I think, especially since we're talking in the couple of the newer side yeah. of things, when we're in business, um, in the relationship, it's not my business.
0: It's mm. our business.
2: That's big. Okay? It's not my money. It's our money. So we need uh-huh. it's, it's there's, there's no, it's just how, how it is. Also, bringing in, a big mistake we see mm. is um, in businesses, we'll see that we'll bring in a key employee. Mm. And then a lot of times it's it's the guy, the man, that will become buddies with this key employee. Mm. And now that's a third. You have someone speaking in to go on again. Never, ever, never um allow someone come in between, you know, the authority, the marriage. and
1: Right. We, uh, and we did have that early on yeah. in, in mm-hmm. our business, a um, third um, key employee. Or, and then it got to be where sometimes it was he and I against Richard or Richard and him against me. And that did not work at all. So yes, you are going to have key employees for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But making sure that you have, you have full understanding that there's never a time where the three of you are having an argument together about the business um, and one takes the side of, of yeah. the key employee. We, we did make that mistake. And that that, that mistake caused us a lot of arguments. Yes. For sure. Well,
0: that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that just setting up? a Is that where like the planning meetings come in place? Yes. Because it's just the two of you and you're not... Mm. Then you, oh, for sure. Then you bring in the third person in after the fact, after you've kind of worked out what it is you're doing. Yes. Right. Another thing, another mistake
1: that we made was not hiring soon enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the reasons because i feel like i can i can do everything right yeah. and if it's gonna be it's up to me and i i'm the one that needs to handle you know everything and so um it was difficult for me to let go so our, it was really difficult especially when we started um the the coaching business yeah. i just felt like i needed to do everything so that that was a recent mistake i made in not bringing on um Employee, not, not, or even um, virtual assistants, to take off, yeah. to take some of the workload off, um, and, and let go. Which, as women, sometimes it's hard for us to to let go of certain things that we know we're the ones that's going to get it done right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's such a common entrepreneur mistake, right? You think Mm -hmm. nobody can do it like you, so you hold on to it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's, we're, we're getting to the end, but I don't want to leave without you first talking a little bit more about couplepreneur, what you actually offer. I know you have some in-person retreats. Can you share a little bit about um, what this business is?
1: Sure. It is the couplepreneur life. And um, we actually have our very first conference, um, called couplepreneur con, um, January 27th. Um, it is mostly a virtual event, but we are going to have, um, some live studio studio audience. That's not what I always say (laughs) our audience, right. Some, some live, um, attendees there it's in Raleigh, North Carolina. And Ed Milette is our virtual keynote speaker. And we also have, um, Candy Valentino, Mm -hmm. um, Catherine Gordon and Pete Wilson, um, as speakers and super excited about that. Um, and then, yes, we do have, um, uh, the couplepreneur life has um, will be launching, and we're announcing this at the at the conference, um, a mastermind for um, couplepreneurs, so husbands and wives that own a business together, and we'll be meeting um, at least once a month, and we will be going on twice a year luxurious retreats um, somewhere tropical and beautiful and warm, um, and get to hang out with. Other, other couplepreneurs, and we'll bring in speakers and, and have a conference time as well. So yep. we're, we're super excited about that. We're really excited about the January conference. See,
0: so Looking how do you to get tickets? You just named a powerhouse list of speakers. How do people get
1: tickets for that? Your question is, how do people get information about that? Um, you can go right now. Um, we, we do have a, a website that will be launching, but just go out to the Couplepreneur Life or easier, the CP Life cplife.com, and all the information
2: will be out there. And of course, we're on uh, Instagram, Facebook.
0: Awesome. Thank you,
1: guys. We'll put all those links in the notes. Thank you, Renee. Thanks for having us. Really appreciate it.
0: That's a wrap. Please subscribe to the She Who Wins podcast so you'll be the first to know about every new episode that drops. Until next time, and remember, She Who Moves Forward Fiercely is... She Who Wins.